We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And welcome back to another episode of No Other Pod, another special U.S. Men's National Team Victory Pod Edition. I'm Jimmy, as always, joined by my co-host Dan Kuzer. Dan, what is going on? Dude, this is a crazy month, my friend. We got soccer all over the freaking place. So much. Olympics are going. I'm probably practically live in Wyandotte County now. It's a, uh, <laughs> it's insane. My car needs more gas than ever throughout yep. the week. It's it's wild, man. But yeah. uh, other than that, dude, they, things are good, man. Things are good. Uh, you know, working on getting that Delta variant. I hear that's good. You oh, my God. Get that. I, I'm going to wait. For, I think I'm going to wait for the Echo, like a new, uh, I, you know, a new iOS update or you want, something. You want the latest edition? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or did we skip? Did we skip Gamma? Does that come after Echo? I, 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 I mean, there was this. I don't, I don't know if like there was the South Africa variant and the UK variant, and maybe they just yeah. didn't like, you know, the the beta and and gamma variants maybe those gamma's don't sound like, as cool gamma's the c right once you get to delta variant it's like oh shit right i had to learn that alphabet in my old fraternity life uh, after being hazed and all that stuff you know what's after uh, delta echo it's like military beta, isn't it gamma delta echo <laughs> yeah yeah and then i'm pretty much done because then you go into like the zykai phi i don't think it's omega echo. stuff is it epsilon i mean epsilon's there what Oh, I just Echo's made like Echo. military yeah. shit. <laughs> <laughs> it is Epsilon. Look at you. You probably, you must have drank at some Sig Epsilons in, back in the past. Or something. I can promise you 100%. I never went to a single fraternity or sorority party. Wow. I was so in a fraternity York, house. Huh? I was in a fraternity house one time because my cousin was in a fraternity. And uh, I went over there to watch a baseball game with him. And I was like, this is not clean. Yeah, it's not clean. I didn't live in one. I, I lived out, but it's, uh, you know, you party too much and you don't go to class. I mean, that's yeah. kind of the thing. So that's, that's you graduate that's when you're 35. I didn't party too much and I still didn't go to class. So oh, well, there you go. <laughs> we had a system because when I was, you know, back when I was in college before these young whippersnappers, um, they they wanted to test your attendance, but they didn't want to go around and be like, is Jimmy Mack here? Okay, yes. Is Daniel Kuzer here? Okay, yeah. So what they did is for our big lectures, they'd give us, they called them clickers. And so they had like one, two, three, four, five, six on it or something like that. And at some point during the lecture, you didn't know when, they'd put up a question that you'd have to answer with the clicker. And they didn't give a shit if you got the question right or wrong. They just wanted you to answer so they would record your attendance. and. Of course, us being lazy ass college kids got to work really hard to figure out how to outsmart the system so you could sleep in and not go to class. So we just rotated, taking turns of, okay, today it's Jimmy's day to take 27 clickers to class. And you just like, line them up and just click a bunch of them. How many then, clickers did you take though, realistically? Uh, I mean, there were times where some people probably took 10 or 12. Oh my God. It was like our hall. Well, here's the problem. I, I was not an honor student, but I somehow got put in the honors hall. So I got placed with all the really smart kids who would figure out how to like just do stuff. And so it was. Wow, uh, I'm blown I'm, away. I've never even heard of this technology. I well, just they don't do it had... anymore because probably of dumbasses like myself. Right. I mean, I, I was at the good old, <laughs> good old Washburn University. You know, they, they don't have that USC money or anything like that. But uh, 
that's that's interesting man a little clicker action yeah and we would always just take turns okay you know it's jimmy's day it's you know it's mike's day or whoever so i lived with the i lived with the kids in college who this is this is how you knew it was like not the frat house but like the smart kid like dorm hall they would spend way too much money on like high-powered nerf guns and then they would open them up and because a lot of them are engineering students and they'd like re-solder things and remove like the air suppressors. So then they would fire hard as shit and like give you welts and stuff. Yeah, that's no good. We, <laughs> we, we dabbled in airsoft guns for a bit. I remember a buddy of mine and myself, we put on these ski masks and we kicked open this dude's dorm uh, front door. And we, we totally forgot this dude is expertly skilled in Brazilian <laughs> jujitsu, right? Like just absolute MMA fighter. And he... Like is just getting out of the shower and he sees his door open and these guys bust in. He somersaults into his room and closes the door. And I just go, Oh <laughs> my God. Like he's gonna fight us. And he was he was not happy about that. Yeah. This is that point. I feel like this is a podcast now where we should take a caller. Like we're just talking. <laughs> we have a caller uh talking about his college stories. Uh go ahead, caller. <laughs> hey there. I'm uh I'm Alex from yeah. Lawrence. <laughs> First you're time on, long time. You're on the air. <laughs> you're on the air with the coos and uh return of the Mac. Thanks. I'll hang up and listen. Day, but it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> One day I maybe we could take callers somehow. I don't know how, but it'd be really funny. I don't so, know how that works, but I'll figure uh, it out. You know, I, I know I could Instagram live. I could do that. <laughs> we uh, we don't currently take callers, but we do take reviews. Yes. And uh, and we, you know, y'all know we read reviews when we get them. And we got a new review this week. So it wouldn't be the pod if we did not read the review on air. Oh, my God, dude. Listen to this. Ryan Pendry. Okay. We know him. We love him. Pretty sure we interact with him a few times on Twitter. Uh, six stars. Didn't even know that was a thing. That's in the title. He puts six stars. He says, man, I love these guys. Jimmy and the Coos. That's our new, that's our new boy band. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy and the Coos. Crush it every single week. If you call yourself a Sporting KC fan and don't tune in to no other pod every week, what are you doing? The boys never fail to keep me informed and entertained on a weekly basis. I look forward to sitting down and listening to the podcast every week with my pup, Lucy. Huge fan. Lucy's a huge fan. Love Shout out it. to Lucy. Love Lucy. To all you tools who listen and haven't left a rating and review yet, get that stick out of your booty and get on it. This is the first review I've left on any podcast and will most likely be the last. Super excited to see what y'all have in store for the future. And I appreciate all the effort that is put into the content for no other pod simps like myself. And he put a smiley face with Hollywood star eyes. Uh, much love from LFK RP. There you go. They, they call that Lawrence fucking Kansas. Is that right? Yes, sir. That's the thing. Ryan Pendry, man. Dude, thank you. That was fun. That was fun to read. I literally wanted to read that so bad. I told Jimmy, I said, I, you're, nah, man, I got to read it. I want to read it. Calling people tools for not reading. I There was a point in there where he was going in. I was waiting for him, him to start calling people candy ass jabronis and was going in on people. <laughs> right? Shut your mouth and know your role if you don't listen to no other pod. Idiots. <laughs> Stupid idiots. Well, thank you, Ryan Pendry, for leaving us our first ever six-star review. I love it, dude. So I didn't know that was a thing. It's Ryan made it a thing. So and we got uh, dogs, man. No other pods got moms and dogs. All right, moms and dogs. Busio's mom's a, a huge fan. Yeah, and, and we got puppies. It's awesome. We got puppies. So uh, thank you, Ryan. If you have not left your review, like I mean, Ryan told you, you got to go do it. Dude. So if Ryan We're can over do 200, it. Two hundred, man. We are over two hundred. It awesome. only took uh, only took us nineteen years. We've been doing this for nineteen years. So. <laughs> It is, uh, let's see, it's almost August. We started this in September of 2017, which was uh, the week after we won the U.S. Open Cup. Coming up on the four-year anniversary, maybe I'll let you take me to dinner or something. (laughs) Well, let's see. (laughs) We got to, you know, cultivate that relationship a little bit, and we'll see where the night goes. What is this? We're not going stag, man. I'm old school, (laughs) all right? Treat me like a lady. Okay, I will. Let's go somewhere nice. Um, (laughs) Speaking of something nice... I'm going to tell you about Manscaped for just a little bit. And uh, y'all know it's summer is full swing. Maybe, maybe coming to an end. I don't know. Getting toward that end. But you know what's still ahead of us? Hopefully, maybe. Knock on wood. Pending COVID. uh, The Olympics. So we got the Olympics coming up here. The Olympics. The Euros just happened. Baseball. Major championships. Concerts are back all in this summer. And you know what isn't back in this summer? A wild and hairy bush. 
<laughs> so help tame your body hairs with help from our friends at Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming. Their fourth-generation performance package includes the brand-new Lawnmower 4.0 that we've all told you about. And if athletes treat their body like royalty, why not treat your body like Olympic gold and trim yourself? Fellas, do right by your balls and join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using code no other pod, all one word. The world is starting to open up, hopefully. And uh, the Performance Package 4.0 from Manscaped is here to get you ready. Inside the Performance Package, you'll find the Lawnmower 4.0, the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, plus two, count them, two free gifts the Performance Boxer Briefs and the Shed Travel Bag. Talk about a world class dismount. Just like an Olympic gold medalist into a post-quarantine world, this package is the first package for your package and peak performance in whatever sport you desire. That's a lot of packages in one sentence. You, you have a way with words, my friend. That's <laughs> all off the top of my head. I'm yeah, just making it. it up as I go. I'm I tell you what, if, I, if I'm not breaking your balls, I'm shaving them. Sh- shaving mine, <laughs> not yours. Well, hopefully yours, not mine. Just I mine. can do that. The brand new Lawnmower 4.0 is here to take gold medal on the podium. The fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to the advanced skin safe technology the lawnmower 4.0 has that 7000 rpm motor new multifunction on off switch and gives you the ability to turn on that 4000k led spotlight when you need it for the more precise shave it's waterproof michael phelps is drooling just thinking about the possibilities he could be swimming winning a gold medal and shaving himself all at the same time so think about that or don't it's up to you This package also comes with the Weed Whacker to chop your worst weeds up top in both your nose and ears. This tool is a lock to take home the gold in the nose and ear biathlon. The Weed Whacker is also waterproof. Michael Phelps can trim all his body hairs while he's uh, swimming. Swimmers got to do that so they can stay aerodynamic. And uh, the nose and ear hair trimmer provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. So after you trim yourself, make sure you show some sportsmanship with Manscaped's liquid formulations. The Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner are all key to feeling victorious this year. Then you get those two free gifts. The Performance Package 4.0 gets you the boxers and the shed travel bag. So make sure you get 20% off plus free shipping with code NOOTHERPOD, all one word, at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping using code NOOTHERPOD at manscaped.com. Achieve pubic glory this year with Manscaped. Pubic glory. That's good stuff, my friend. That's what it says. So Well done. Hopefully uh, hopefully the Olympics happen, but uh, yeah. we'll see. <laughs> and, and hopefully you guys keep, uh, keep buying their stuff and uh, using our code. And Absolutely. Uh, we'll continue to be able to do fun things. For sure, for sure. Uh, before we talk about the U.S. men's national team, because we had a couple games, we did mention the Olympics as part of that read. Uh, technically, the women's team kicked off this morning against Sweden, oh, I believe. My. Did like anyone wake up in the morning? You, <laughs> let, let's, let, it's it's Wednesday morning right now. Did you wake up this morning for the game? Absolutely not. I, I didn't make it. <laughs> I didn't get it done, my friend. I woke up at five thirty. So uh, you know we are. Full transparency, recording this on Tuesday night because we don't wake up and record this before 6 a.m. on Wednesday. But uh, so we hope, I assume the U.S. women beat Sweden. That would be my guess if I were a betting man. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. It's on, uh, it was on USA Network, Telemundo Sports, NBC Olympics. Uh, if y'all watched, let us know, I guess. Shout out to you if you're a hardcore fan and woke up at 3 30 Central Time. But, uh, you know, the U.S. women. They're the best women's team in the world. It's not really close. Uh, slash oldest average team. That's true. There. That's true. I mean, that's the old the old lady's got to go get it done. Do you get into do the, not do not repeat that ever? <laughs> do you get into the the Olympics in the same way that you get into say the World Cup? Dude, back in the day, I kind of I, I kind of got into it. I mean, I, I you turn it on and something's on. You're like, okay, there's a swimming competition. Is USA a part of it? Cool. Let's, oh, all right. Hey, let's hope they get a, the me- a medal here. You know, it's all about the medal count. You know, who's got the most medals? Doesn't matter mm-hmm. if it's gold, silver, or bronze, just, just some hardware. Get on that podium. But, yeah, you just want to get on the podium. But this feels so different, dude. Not only is there possible radiation in this area, 
from years past, but you know, taxpayers contributed to billions of dollars for this event and, and for these athletes to not even participate in front of a crowd. Yeah. And, and they, they're not even going to put medals around their necks. You have to physically pick them up from a tray mm-hmm. and, and put them on yourself, which by the way, quick sidebar, I ran a 5k back in the day in my fittest shape I ever was. I was like, I'm going for time. I'm going. And I took first place in my age division. Damn. And when they, it was great, man. It was, I've never felt so cool. And the lady calls my name and holds out the medal for me to take it. Well, my ass dipped underneath. <laughs> I, I dipped underneath and I made her put it on me. And her face was so priceless. I thought she was going to put it on me. Oh, no. But I, I realized, oh, no, like I should have just taken it. <laughs> you, you stood there waiting for the national anthem to play and yep. you're like, <laughs> I did. Yeah, where's my I flowers? Did. It was freaking <laughs> crazy, dude. But the fact that this kind of stuff and this pomp and circumstance and ceremonial stuff is not going to happen in front of anyone. It's wild. This, this sucks. And yeah. if it was here in the U S man, back in the day when it was in Atlanta or Chicago or wherever they've had it, uh, LA, mm-hmm. like it's a, I mean, people turn out, mm-hmm. they love it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I saw it in Richard Jewell, man, even bombers turned out. You know what I mean? <laughs> Jesus. Real, real thing. Um, I mean, it's going to be in LA, I think, again in, in 2028. Uh, oh, wow. And so, you know, it's it's uh, it's a big deal. I I usually love the Olympics, and I'm not going to lie, I'm going to watch. I mean, I can't not yeah. watch. It, but it might know. be boring, right? I mean, remember the weird time when we watched MLS's back tournament, and <laughs> you could just hear Peter going up, up, up. Give yeah. me, gotta get back, gotta get back. You know, different it, things like that. It is going to be weird. I mean, it could be interesting in some way because like I thought it was kind of interesting in some ways. I actually enjoyed the MLS's back tournament more when they broadcast it on ESPN without the fake fan noise than I did on Fox with the fake fan noise because I enjoyed hearing the on-field communication a little bit more. So you're watching gymnastics, you know, maybe we'll hear coaches, you know, telling the gymnasts how to adjust mid-routine. We'll be watching swimming and who knows what we'll be hearing now swimming will be a little weird because you're obviously not yelling at the swimmers and part yeah. of the excitement of the swimming is oh it's a photo finish you get to the end you see how michael phelps barely yeah. edged it and then the whole place goes wild and now it's going to be like michael phelps isn't part of this is he no like, not anymore okay he's I just, done i don't know any u.s swimmers katie ledecky she's one I oh think. sure yeah she's one oh. well i tell you what uh it's gonna be weird you ever you ever catch tennis on tv i mean that's that's arguably the quietest sport and you just hear them every time they hit the ball <laughs> you know it's, it's messed up man yeah it's weird and serena williams she really lets them have it with that yeah. grunt it's yeah. insane i tennis is one i've never gotten into but i've we'll never see. gotten into it but i've so. caught it on tv and been like oh those are weird those are strange noises yeah i don't know i mean the opening ceremony is friday and um you know i'll probably watch it that night on on the replay but you know but that's not gonna we'll be see. fun there's gonna be no fans yeah. there and they're gonna be still waving to an empty stadium yeah, I'm you got sure. gymnast from you got gymnast from Kansas City testing positive for COVID, mm-hmm. and it's like, are, is anyone else going to test positive? It's and and Absolutely, she was vaccinated. Yeah. It's crazy, my friend. Yeah, it's just it's so weird. Yeah, they said I, I got an ESPN alert today that said they're not ruling out canceling him at the last minute if they need to. That's great. I would love to fly for twenty hours to I don't know how long it takes to get there. I'm just spitballing. It's from LA when I flew to Tokyo it was like a thirteen hour flight. Yeah, but you went west, right? From LA to Tokyo. Yeah, we did not go around the world the long way to get yeah. to Tokyo. <laughs> no, but I, I wouldn't go west if I went from Kansas, right? I'd probably go to like Chicago. To- uh, no, you'd probably go west, I would think. All right. You're not going to fly all the way across the Atlantic and then across Europe and then all across right. Asia. You've been playing too much Microsoft Flight Simulators, what you've been doing. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's it's going to be wild. But, you know, shout out to the U.S. women. Hopefully they can bring home the gold. We'll be cheering you on and watching play on replay. <laughs> Saturday as well. I think uh, today at 3.30, Saturday at 6.30. Yeah. And again on Tuesday, wrapping up the group stage. I'll try to catch the replays. We'll see. Is that a thing? Yeah. Like, you think we can watch the replays? I mean, that's what they do, I'm sure, on like NBC Sports or something. They'll be playing replays all the time. So I didn't know if it was on these... demand like ESPN Plus does, you know. Probably on Peacock, maybe, since that's the NBC Ooh, thing. I like that. But you know, it's 
all the events are going to be happening at weird times our time because it's in tokyo so it's like a so weird multiple hour difference so but you know the the u.s men they're not in the olympics because they're generally not good at soccer so they did not qualify uh, although they are decent apparently playing in the gold cup against teams like martinique usa beat martinique six to one since we last talked here on the pod and uh that's right that's a late with, game it was and you know you have people like uh you know daryl dk getting a couple of goals in there it was young Gianluca buzio's first start and he uh assisted a uh, fellow Kansas Cityan on on his goal. Uh, That's right. That G- was a great assist from the young Venezia midfielder. <laughs> Nothing is official as of this recording, but <laughs> oh, really? Are we'll you sure? About that. Are you sporting, or are you everyone else reporting it? Because sporting <laughs> says new, and it's like, come on, yeah, we get cool. it. You're trying to muffle it, but you can't muffle all this noise. All right, Taylor Twelman spouting it out to the world. Taylor Twelman breaking news, saying it's up to eleven million dollars with very attainable incentives. He didn't break news, though. Other people have been shooting stuff out there, and Taylor's just like, I'm taking it all. Taylor's like, I'm just I'm just adding to the reporting. Yeah. And the, like his got the most buzz about it. And I'm like, come come on. You didn't yeah. you didn't start this, right? This was uh someone else that did, right? Fabrizio Romano, who's a, a reporter yeah. um out of Italy, who's got 3.6 million followers. Um yeah. he's generally pretty reliable. Deal. He uh he said that I the starting so. fees around four million euros with many add-ons as part of the negotiation. So he's, and he had been back and forth with Taylor where he agrees and he, but this is the kicker future sale on percentage included too. That's big. Yep. And we don't know if he'll finish the season off here or not. That's, you know, I, I felt like there'd be an announcement sometime this week and still might be who knows, but uh, anyways, I inter- I interrupted your entire gold cup situation, okay. uh, but I've been, I've been pricing uh, Italy, <laughs> Italy trips all 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 week. <laughs> the Venezia kit, at least from last year, is fire. I don't know if you yeah. saw it. The the black with the orange and the green and the stripes. I'm like, ooh, I'd love one of those. Get get it's a Buzio nice. on the back. So why wouldn't you? Yeah, I I swear to God, man, it, an Italian trip, dude. Like I've been looking all over that stuff. It's a uh, Venice packages out there that are very interesting. Go to Venice. Uh, take a ride in the Florence boat around Rome. around uh, the water. So it's pretty cool. We'll Pretty see. Vegan food, I have heard. We'll see. Uh, you know, shout out to to, to Buzio if, if it happens. And of course, since we recorded this on Tuesday, it'll probably be announced officially on Wednesday. That's how it oh. works. No so, doubt. No doubt. You're welcome. Uh, but but you know, going back to this this USA versus Martinique game, I mean, how much can you take from it? It's it's Martinique. I, I don't know. Um none, none really. <laughs> I mean, it's come on, but that should have happened, you know. And then, uh, you know, USA versus Canada, 20 seconds in, the fastest ever U.S. men's national team goal. Sebastian Lizette, uh, legit assists Shaq Moore for the goal 20 seconds into the match. And uh, then the next 90 minutes were pretty trash. Boring game, dude. Very reminiscent of their first match against, uh, why am I drawing a blank now? was it Haiti? Haiti. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just like, these games have all been kind of boring except for the one where they just all went off and you get a goal, you get a goal, you get two goals, you know? Yeah. It's a, uh, I don't know, man. I, and how come, how come everyone showed up for the Canada game? Like you can't say it was a better time because the previous Sunday, I believe the game started at like six 30. It definitely was a decent you're time. Right. Yeah. First first game was at like four or four thirty, and the second game was six thirty or seven, something like that. Yeah, that's perfect. I understand the Thursday game. I get it, dude. That U.S. game started off at nine. Yeah, okay, that's rough on a work night. Yeah, but why did everyone show up on Sunday? I mean, and Canada, I know you were out of town. You have an excuse, my friend. <laughs> you were out of town. Canada's, a, a, I mean, at least compared to Martinique and and Haiti they're a little bit more of a rival they're getting better they kind of had a lot of buzz coming into the gold cup now it didn't help when uh Alfonso Davies you know went down with injury so right he wasn't able to now maybe Kyle Laren's hurt you know and and shouts to the real fans who went to all three of these games the real fans who bought all three tickets to these games like right when they came out yeah. You know, and weren't just like, oh, this is Canada. I should go to this game and pretend that I'm a huge fan. I'm, I hope I'm not ruffling any feathers, 
or maybe maybe I hope that I am. <laughs> Ruffle those feathers. A little wake up call for you bitches. But you know, I think Canada has more names that people recognize. Kyle Laren obviously is a, is a recognizable player from MLS past. Um, Io Akinola from drunk, Toronto drunk FC. Drunk driving past, right? <laughs> Io Akinola from Toronto FC, although he uh, tore his ACL and is likely out for the remainder of the year. So that sucks for, for Toronto. Um, you know, there, there's other play. you know, Mark Anthony Kaye, you know, former SKC man, Tyler Patcher. He's on Canada. Uh, Jonathan Osorio, Luke Scalini. He is fast. Uh, so, you know, this, it's got, it's got more names um, than a lot of other teams that we've played so far. Obviously the marquee match that everyone wants to see is USA versus Mexico. Look, I just yeah. wanted to pack the house for all three USA games. And that, that the, the Thursday game, when it, the attendance was like 8,000 or something, I was like, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no, this is so bad. I know this really doesn't have a say whether we get the World Cup or not, because World Cup games won't be at Children's Mercy Park. You know, they'll be at Arrowhead. But yeah. this certainly would have helped if this place was just rocking. Yeah. But and then we Americanized everything, by the way. You know, they had a queen chant, a little we will rock you going on. I'm surprised yeah. we didn't start the damn wave, Americanize <laughs> the whole damn thing. Yeah, I mean the the crowd was was pretty good for Canada. Uh Buzio, as expected, got a hell of a cheer when he was announced in the starting lineup and they kept him until last, which is what you expect. You think he did well? Not, not against Canada. Yeah, but even the game before, like his passing percentage looked good, but he's not big enough to compete in CONCACAF. He kept getting muscled off the ball, thrown down, hurt, and it's like he can't do that back to them. He just doesn't have the size. I mean, I think part of it, too, is Bearalter wasn't really using him as a true number six either, and and the system was kind of weird. Like they were playing a pseudo five. real weird. It It was a weird, like, Three five two, but kind of a a, a five three two. It, it, I'm surprised we didn't get scored on more. Like just three defenders in the back, especially when Zimmerman got injured in Canada. You know. Yeah, I mean, it was um, Buzio was playing farther up. You know, they had a center back that was kind of alternating between sort of like playing as a third center back and sliding up as a number six and. It was just kind of a weird formation that I don't think suited Buzio's talents as well as when he's with Sporting Kansas City. Uh, right. but, but, yeah, no, I don't think he did. I think he did fine in his uh, first start against Martinique, you know, but I, I don't think he did that great against Canada, but I don't think a lot of people did very good against Canada. So, either way, the U.S. men go unbeaten in the group. Um they outscore their uh, their three opponents by a combined score of eight to one. Granted, six of those came against Martinique, but they win the group. They now go on to face either Jamaica or Costa Rica, I believe, and and they're um, still unbeaten in uh, Children's Mercy Park with a eight zero and one lifetime record and ten zero and one lifetime in Kansas City. So we'll see. Pretty awesome. Uh, you know, from from Mexico. Alan Polito's getting minutes. He's not starting, but he's getting minutes. Not a lot of minutes. It's like they're in, they're easing him back into it. You know, he got like five minutes here and then ten minutes there. Yeah. It's uh, it's interesting. I he must be okay. He but, checked. You know, in. We'll be without him this week. So yeah, he checked in in the seventy fourth minute um, against El Salvador, and that was a one zero win, and they won Group A. So they you barely know. won that game. That's so surprising. Yeah, it's uh. I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting, but you, the, the USA go on to face, I, I believe, either Jamaica or Canada, and that game is on Tuesday night. So by it's the time you're listening, Tuesday. you probably know what what the result is. Well, um, and they play that game at the same time. Sporting plays Seattle on Sunday. Yeah. So, so that's you know, rough. We'll, Better double screen that shit, huh? Yeah, yeah. If you're uh, if you're at the game, um, you're going to want to make no, sure. No. Seven way uh, game the sporting game on sunday yeah it's in seattle is it really i thought it was oh you're right it is in seattle i was thinking it was in kansas city wow it's (laughs) it's rough especially with injuries and illnesses and people on national team duty we do not want to take on seattle now no you're you're right we got san jose we don't want we don't want san jose now like they might come in and wallop on us we don't know yeah so you know we uh we got the game um 
coming up on Wednesday first uh, against San Jose. Um, it's that one's going to be a weird one because we don't have Buzio, we don't have Polito, right? And who who's who's starting? Bro, There's we still, might not even have a coach. We might not have a coach, and we we don't have Felipe Hernandez because he's not with the club for personal reasons that Peter did not elaborate on, but that's okay. We don't have two players um, who are out for for medical reasons, presumably COVID, because they're in uh, safety protocol. So, if those two players are Daniel Shallowy and Andreu Fantas, two two guys that are arguably leading the way in the All Star ballot, that will suck. You yeah, know I mean, two guys that are very very important to our team right now. Yeah, it's um, I mean the people who are listed as out um let's see here i'm looking at the the game notes right now as of monday july 19th um listed as out it doesn't really say because it says a player may be listed as questionable or out um for uh, health and safety protocols you know the only person who's listed as as undisclosed um is Roberto Punchech. So maybe he's one. I mean, the other players who are listed as questionable are, are Jalen Lindsay, Gadi Kinda, and Remy Walter, but they all have ailments, hamstring, foot, and knee listed next to them. So I mean, it could be Lindsay and Punchech. It, you know, Gadi Kinda and Remy Walter have kind of been on that injury report. I think this is the first time Punchech and Lindsay are, are popping up on that injury report. So yeah, you know we're probably gonna get uh, get Zusi at, at right back now, and uh, Punchech is is whatever. You know it, it'll still be Ilya and Fontos back there, so we'll see. It's okay. I think we'll be okay Wednesday night. I don't like it if that that lineup if we have to carry these things over to Sunday, but uh, I feel pretty confident to field a lineup. You know that that's that's comfortable in winning a game. Mm-hmm. And we don't know for sure that they actually caught COVID. They're in the MLS safety protocol. That that could just mean that they were exposed to somebody who had it. Now, Peter says That's he also true. is in it. He also said that 100% of the club's, what, what did he say, first line staff and players. So it's basically all of the players on the team and all of their technical staff that interact with the players, trainers, everybody. He said 100% vaccinated. So it could be that you know, they're able to play on Wednesday, depending on what actually happened when they were potentially exposed, how they go through Hmm. the protocol. We don't, we truly don't know. So I wonder if that's a, wonder if that's a, if they even give, give them a choice or if Peter's like, yeah, you could choose not to get vaccinated, but why would you do that? (laughs) And he has like some, some implication in his voice. Like you would never choose to do that. It's like a Jedi mind trick. Yeah. It it reminds me of, Dennis from It's Always Sunny, he's like, she wouldn't dare scream because of the implication. And it, <laughs> and Max just like, what? <laughs> Are you putting these girls in danger? <laughs> um, it's yeah, I we'll see what happens. I, I I mean, we can make our you know assumptions based on the injury report. But if Peter's not on the sideline, I assume it's Carries of Agnan who's who's going to be uh, the primary coach. So you know, not that we're all looking to the post Peter era because he might be around for a while, but. Uh, you know, we might get a glimpse of what it would look like with Carries of Agnan in charge. Granted, it'll still be Peter calling the shots somehow remotely, I'm sure. Um, I don't know. We'll we'll see. But how how are you feeling going into this this San Jose game? Are you thinking even with the the, the Buzio absence and uh, the Alan Polito absence that we might be able to get to get a result here? Uh, you know, it feels fine for this Wednesday game, like I said. I mean. I don't feel as confident Sunday, but Wednesday, I, I feel like we can get the thing done. I mean, San Jose is, you know, bottom feeders, you know, just scraping the scraping the bottom of the ocean there. And it's uh, however they they tend to play well when they come here for some reason. Yeah. And we've I had mean, a bit a little bit of a rivalry with them. I mean, especially dating back to last year's playoffs. Yeah. Kind of wild, you know? Yeah. I mean, they're PKs, right? Where, <laughs> where Tim Milia was like, I got this. That was Simulia's perfect penalty kick uh, shutout. It, it was when Buzio should have had the game winner and then a late lapse let them back into it. So, you know, it's there's there's a little bit of history there. There was a season, oh gosh, three or four seasons ago where Sporting were undefeated at home 
Uh, and we all we had to do was like win one more game. We would have gone undefeated at home throughout the entire year. And then San Jose came in and beat us five zero. So yeah, just you know, just ridiculous. It's it's possible that um, goals happen when we play this team. Mm-hmm. Like they're they, right. they have some speed with players like uh, you know Christian Espinosa and whatnot. But I'm trying to find out who is not available for them because they could have some international player absences as well. I'm trying to look that up real quick. Cause that would be mm-hmm. awfully nice if we didn't have to face the likes of Christian Espinosa, but um, yeah, for sure. I, I think was the game at seven 30 tomorrow. Or tonight? Uh, yes, it is. Nice. So, you know, like you said, San Jose, they're, they're 11th in the West. They got 12 points through 13 games. That's not great. That's not good. So, you know, we'll, uh, We'll see what happens, but um, but coming off this international break, I mean, hell, did they play over the weekend? I, mean, I think a lot of teams played over the weekend. Uh, they may have. Let me look real quick. I know. Um, let's see here, San Jose. Uh, I know our opponent for for Sunday, Seattle. They play on Wednesday night against Austin, so yeah, they're going to be coming off of a, a game as well um yeah they just uh san jose played four days ago man colorado they, they tied with colorado so yeah they drew so we're gonna be more rested i i gotta think we come away with three points in this game even I, if it's yeah. a weird lineup that's my that's my bet i mean absolutely so we'll see um i'm less worried about that game i'm more worried about the game on sunday with seattle because i mean Seattle's the team that's that we're chasing they're the ones that are in first place um they're the ones that you know, we need to, to try to catch up to, and, and they're playing Austin in their midweek game. So uh, that game is on the road, I believe in Austin, but we're three points behind Seattle. We're closing that points per game gap a little bit. They're at 2.07. We're at two. So, I mean, this game on Sunday, we played them later in the season. I know, but this could be a big game when it comes to the end of the season standings. Yeah, it's a big one. I mean, I, I, who are they missing? Uh, they'll be missing Christian Rodon. Yeah, he's with the US national, national team. team. Obviously, uh, Jordan probably Morris. not play anymore. Uh, Jordan Morris, yep. Yeah, Roldan, I don't, he doesn't really, it doesn't <laughs> shock me that he probably won't see the field very much. Um, Alex Roldan, he's the younger brother of Christian Roldan. He's with a different national team. I forget which one he's with. Uh, El Salvador, maybe. They declared different yeah, national well, teams. I mean, I mean, you look at the, the, that happened with, um, the the Funes Mori brothers, Rogelio Funes Mori is a striker for the Mexican national team, and his brother uh, Romero Funes Mori, who used to play for Everton, plays for the Argentinian national team. So, well, Busio, I guess, could have essentially done that for Italy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's some players that just have dual nationalities, so they could choose. It's it's unique to have brothers representing two different countries, but Alex Roldan wasn't going to make the U.S. squad. So, yeah, that is quite the that is quite different. Yeah, huh? But uh, you know, well. The Seattle game makes me nervous on Sunday. I'm not feeling great about it. No, no, no. The good thing, good thing is that it's, uh, you know, it's not a nine o'clock game like most games against the Sounders will be. I, I believe it's at eight o'clock yeah. on a Sunday, so that is way more doable uh, for yeah. us viewers back here in the in the Midwest. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Uh, if we get a draw in that game, I'll be happy. Just earn earn some points on the road, get oh, the sure. full three points when they come back to Kansas City later in the year. I'm good and with getting that. the full getting the full three would be uh, quite the quite the happy accident. It'd, it'd, it'd be it'd be quite the steal of points on the That's road. What my, I think so. My mom called me happy accident. <laughs> <laughs> um, so looking forward to that. Like I said, they play uh, Wednesday uh, tonight, 830 p.m. against Austin. So if you have um, ESPN plus, you can check that out. Oh, actually, it's on ESPN. That's that's a national TV game, it looks like. So you can check out uh, huh. Seattle. Um, and that's on Thursday? I lied. That's not even Wednesday. That's Thursday night. So, oh, wow. So we'll get another day of rest than they will, huh? Scout them on Thursday. See what they look like against Austin. So it's, it's so weird right now with the Gold Cup going on and the Olympics coming. It's just – it's such a weird time. It's really so. busy. And I'm like, oh, man, now, you know, Woso games are coming back. Uh, women's soccer's out there on Friday night. Uh, just a whole – Mm-hmm. whole lot of sports going on man july has been busy it has been it has been and of course you mentioned earlier 
the MLS All-Star Game is coming up soon-ish, August 25th. MLS All-Stars for, uh, against the Liga Amekis All-Stars at Bank of California Stadium. They've started the voting. And you alluded to this, but sporting, uh, it's not sporting, MLSsoccer.com put up an article of who should be the MLS 2021 starting all-star 11 according to statistics and uh there are two sporting kansas city players in there andre fontes at center back who is continuing to have quite the redemption arc and maybe should be up for comeback player of the year and, do you uh, wish the league chose their players based on statistics no you like the all. fan voting I mean, it's already a joke of a game anyway. Just give the fans something, I guess, to to have involvement in it. But mm. I don't know. It's, gotcha. I mean, I don't know about it. Are you into all-star games in any sport, really? Uh, I mean, I never watch the Pro Bowl in, in well, Nobody does. <laughs> never. <laughs> I'd rather watch uh, the Pro Bowl skills challenge than the actual Pro Bowl. Right. I, I never, I haven't watched baseball, the all-star game. God knows how long. Yeah. It's um mm. I'm more likely to watch the home run derby or the celebrity softball game. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm more likely to watch the uh like McDonald's All American game, you know, kids going into college yeah. and stuff. So I used to watch the dunk contest for the NBA, but even that it's like it's so weird now and I, I don't know. Uh yeah. I feel like that people peaked go nuts like five for years these ago. dunks. <laughs> well, and you know, it they, they got real creative, you know, four or five years ago where they're you know jumping over cars or mascots on hoverboards as they're spinning or whatnot but there gets to a point where you're like okay we've done pretty much what the human body can do and yeah. so now you're just kind of doing the same things each year so until somebody does like a full-on front flip dunk from the free throw line or something <laughs> until we'll someone see. drives a car onto this onto the court and shoots out of the sunroof <laughs> or something uh so fontes is in there you know fontes has completed more passes than any other player in mls and has more shot assists than any other central defender uh, and then, of course, Daniel Shallowy. We all know his uh, his crazy comeback season so far. Um, they both deserve it for him. Uh, you know, they both deserve it. I would argue that Buzio has a shout at the number six position. Um, you know, we'll we'll see. But uh, I voted for all the sporting players I could, just because that there aren't sporting players available for every position in the eleven, but. I threw Polito in there. I think Johnny and Kyrie are in there. Gotti Keen to Ilya at Same. center back. So yeah, you got to do that. Every other fan of every other club is doing that. So yeah. So we'll see. And vote. Make we'll your see. voice heard. Uh, we do now know our league's cup opponent. It is not Chivas, uh, unfortunately. Right. Which would have been great, but it is Club Leon, Tuesday, August tenth, in On Kansas City. Tuesday. It's going down. Yeah. So. We talked about this a little last week, but that's one of those uh, competitions where if we win, I, I dig it. If we don't win, I don't dig it. If we so. win, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> it's, it's another trophy to add to the trophy case. Yeah. So we and, shall And see. the way the bracket's set up, I mean, you got Santos Laguna on the other side. I know Pumas is in there somewhere, but NYCFC, I think I, how cool would it be to see like all four MLS teams in the end? And the thing cool. is, this tournament is hosted here. I mean, that no one's, it's not a home and home. You're not traveling to Mexico to play these teams. So if we win, potentially it's enough, you'll get another home game. You know what I mean? And who doesn't want more soccer? Yeah. The, the final, I think, is somewhere else. Um, oh, Vegas. I think they just announced it's at Allegiant Field, I think, in, in Vegas. Um, but the but, semifinals will be hosted in people's home markets. Yeah. So, which is we'll cool. See. Like this is quarterfinals now. Then we would make semifinals and maybe another game at home. I don't know. Yeah. Assuming so, NYCFC loses to Pumas, I think. Yeah, we would. Uh, it'd be September fourteenth or fifteenth against either Pumas or NYCFC. So we shall see. And then yeah, September twenty second at nine p.m. Uh, Central Time would be the final um, at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. So. We'll see. Is that a weekday, bro? Did you just say 9 p.m. on a weekday? I am so old. That's almost certainly a weekday. It's a Wednesday, my friend. It's a Wednesday. It's a Wednesday. 9 p.m. When you on say a that shit to me, I just get so mad. Well, that's because you go to bed at like 8.30 p.m. and wake up at like 4.30 in the morning. Oh, sometimes, no, because then I'd be <laughs> able to watch women's soccer. No, I, I do. I start getting ready for bed at 9. But it's like, you know what? I'll, I'll power through for you yeah. guys, for the SKC, man. I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> 
just wait till uh, imagine being a, a college football fan with your team on the West Coast where games are kicking off at 9.30 p.m. That's rough, man. I tried to be a cl- I tried to be a Clippers fan for a bit when Paul Pierce was with them, and that was uh, yeah. a lot of late games. Yeah, it's not great. So um, let's let's answer some of our questions here. Uh, Daniel Gooden says, "Do you think hosting the Gold Cup helped our chances with bringing players in?" Uh, I mean, I don't know that the Gold Cup has much of an effect on Sporting KC's recruitment. I, no, know. yeah, I don't, I don't. I wouldn't say that at all. I mean, no, I, I don't think so. If anything, it, it has more of an effect on if we get the 2026 World Cup host city status or not. But maybe. And even we'll then, see. I'm not even sure that matters at all. Yeah. Because if it does matter, oh, we ain't getting it. Did you see those first <laughs> two games? It's not yeah. happening. Yeah. We'll see. I'm still hopeful. But that's World Cup games happen in the middle of the week. So yeah. if you couldn't make it to a Sunday or a Thursday game, yeah. why would why would it be here? Yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, Connor Bateman says, with 10 games over the next five weeks and what feels like a thin midfield with injuries and absences, which well, he's not wrong, should there be a real need to sign or trade for a midfield depth? And then he says, maybe a guy like Punchech could be a trade piece since Ilya and Kave Rad seem ahead of him on the depth chart. Well, if Punchech has COVID... He's not. See, he's not getting traded I, anymore. I kind of thought that that Busio money is going to come through soon-ish, and then that's going to be turned around to get someone in the midfield. You know what I mean? I definitely think there is a need in the midfield, especially who knows how long Felipe Hernandez will be away from the team. We don't know what's going on there. Uh, but mm-hmm. you know, Walter and Kinda have been dealing with injuries off and on. And Roger, Roger gets a knock every now and then. I mean, Roger's as hard older. As he goes. I'm not even going to blame his age, dude. That dude goes hard. Yeah. And, you know, Elias dropped back into center back. Now he could move back up to the number six and EC could step in and start again at the center back. Cause it's, you know, EC didn't lose his position cause he was bad. He got hurt. And then Ilya just stepped in and, you know, took over the position, but right. at a need, Ilya might need to move back up to the number six. So I definitely think that, I don't think we'll trade for a midfielder because I, I don't think Peter wants to give up anybody on our squad, but I think there's a real possibility that we might sign somebody. We'll hmm. see. There's no rumors right now other than that one that we talked about last week, which I think might yeah. be old about the winger. That one French connection there. Yeah. yeah. So Kelly and Mbappe. What? <laughs> no, Get out of here. Um so I don't know. And then uh, I just want to give a, sh- a shout out to, uh, to J tuck one fifty one. He said he's a new sporting fan and uh, he's two months in and loving it along with the sport of soccer so far. So nice. shout out to J tuck one fifty one. He asked where we could listen to our content. And so we, uh, we, we shared it with them. And so if you're listening, J tuck, welcome. Thank you. Uh, if if anyone else is a new sporting fan or, or it's your first season following the team or first time listening or whatnot, Shoot us a tweet. Let us know. We'll give you a shout out too. It's kind of cool. Look at that, man. That's awesome. Where then, Where's he from? That's a fantastic question oh, that okay. I was not prepared for. How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> well, I just wonder. I mean, we got shit, man. We got people listening from England and Canada, and he you know, uh, like, says he's from Smallville, Kansas. So, oh uh, <laughs> shit, he's Superman. But he also uh, apparently is is a big Dallas Cowboys fan. So oh, that's unfortunate. That's tough. I mean, the only positive thing about the Cowboys is that they're on hard knocks, you know? <laughs> so I, I can't, sorry, Jay Tuck. I can't say I'm a Cowboys fan. I've always had a, uh, a thing against them, but. At least he's, you know, he decided to, you know, support a team, uh, a soccer club that is not going to give him a decade of disappointment, you know? Yeah. It's better to be a sporting fan than an FC Dallas fan. That is a million percent for sure. That's true. That's true. So. But Hey, Dude, I got respect for people who stay loyal to their to their teams, man. Like, yeah, I've been a Chiefs fan forever, and you stick with them, and it pays off. You know, you get rewarded. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Um, and then Grant West sent us a message. He's it's a little little put put on your tinfoil hat here a little bit. We're we're connecting some dots. Oh. We'll see. He mean? says, "I saw Kai Kamara at the USA Martinique game." Since he's Uh-oh. a free agent now, could this be a sign he's coming back to KC in the summer window? You did not. Was that, come on. Is that confirmed anywhere else? I don't did, know. I don't know. I Come on. Know. There has to be photos of this out there. He's right? a free Photo agent. Picture, it didn't happen. He's a free agent, so I don't think he has yeah. to be in the window where he, he could just sign any time. 
but yeah, he can sign anytime. But so. it's no, come on. I okay, that's cool. And I will I will believe you until you're proven wrong, but like come on. I I haven't heard anything about that if he was there. I haven't heard either. I'm trying to do a quick search on Twitter. Uh, I know he wants to he wants to live in Kansas City. Like he'd like to settle down there, I think. He has been on record saying. Yeah. I I don't know. Foil hat. Listen to you. <laughs> I mean, there are some some Toronto fans that that want to be um here. Well, okay, no. You know what? I think he was here. His Instagram um put him in Kansas City, Missouri. So Wow. So uh, a little geotag, huh? That's a on July 19th he said he tweeted and he put out something on Instagram. He says, free agent, I miss it, be ready. And then he said uh, he was in Kansas City, Missouri. So What? Be ready. What is happening right now? I, well, I'm just... Well, tell me, dude. We don't really have, like, a true backup striker. I mean, you think, we, you think Peter wants to use Kyrie as a backup striker? I mean, he, he'd prefer not to, I think. No. I but this is... So. Uh, Holy moly. Okay. I, you got my heart doing a little, a little pit a pat, pit a pat, pit. I'm singing a Jackson five song over here with the reindeer on the roof, pit a pat, you know, I, I, you don't, I don't think right. I wouldn't look into it too much. Don't think it's probably happening, but you know, he, he wants to play again. So no, it's happening. It is absolutely happening. Andy Carroll from the premier league is also a free agent now. So oh, that's probably happening too. I don't even know who that is. Well, he's, you know, he's not. Is he the, is he the, the sidekick best. to Conan O'Brien's old show? <laughs> That's Andy Richter. Ah. Um, you know, he, he scored just once in his last 37 Premier League appearances. He's 32. Uh, he's He's got a storied history. I don't think Andy Carroll's anybody that I'm interested in. So hmm. we don't we don't need that. Kai Kamara, really the question is, how much trust does Peter have in Wilson Harris? I guess I keep saying that and we're not sure. So, well, Kai's not going to break the bank. You don't gotta, you know, you don't gotta pay him everything. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I don't know. We'll see. Um, I mean, everyone knows what he's worth. I mean, that's not a knock on him or his success, but it's, he's good for a goal, man. He's good for a Alan Polito injury slash national team duty, or the next time he gets cut the hell open, you know, yeah. it's a, uh, that's that's exciting. You might you might have spurred some uh, emotions here. He's I mean, he I'm looking at his Instagram now. He he was a million percent at the game. He's got pictures of his kids with with players here in Children's Mercy Park. He's wow. he got Reg Cannon here taking pictures with his kids. So they were back in Kansas City to watch the game. And, you know, it's uh, they were here. Why not? Why not, dude? Peter Vermees calls him up. Hey, come out, and watch the game. We'll go out to dinner and talk business. He put up a picture of uh, of his kid throwing up the heart shaped hands because Kai used to do that when he was uh, That's what he playing, did. playing with uh, Sporting KC and um, his post said heart shaped hands back in the building and then he put up a heart so I don't know he might be he might be trying to to pull something we'll see and we don't know you know yeah. I mean it's those the, that kind of thing's not going to hit the rumor mill no similar to when they when they brought back Kyrie Shelton. That didn't hit the rumor mill. Yeah. But it was an announcement, which was like, oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So, so this will hit us, and it'll surprise us. I mean, who who was who this? They're just this Connor? Or who? who uh, Grant West. Grant. So it's like, Grant just got us on like a 10-minute tangent about this. <laughs> it's actually a great, interesting topic to even discuss. And I don't hate it. I know you said don't get your hopes up, but too late. Even if it uh, it doesn't happen, it's it's fun to theorize about. So sure, we'll sure, see. sure. Um, we we talked about the Buzio transfer rumors. Uh, I'm excited to watch him play with Venezia. Um, obviously, it's nothing's you know confirmed as of this recording, but Syria on ESPN Plus, we're going to be able to keep watching him play. Uh, Venezia is a smaller club that's kind of worked their way up, and you know I think we've talked about it before. That could be a, a good um good potential growth spot for him so we'll see shout out to buzio uh do you have any other sporting case news you want to talk about before we just talk about a couple well really one other story around the league that i have uh nah man here's to a six point week right i mean it's a double victory pod all the way wild 
That would be wild. The biggest league news outside of Sporting KC. This was a very strange week or two or three slash season revolving around Atlanta United. And it started with weird rumors about their star player, former MVP, Golden Boot winner, Joseph Martinez, who was suddenly training away from the team, not due to injury. It's just their coach, Gabriel Hines, was saying that it was his decision to have Joseph Martinez train away from the team. And clearly something was wrong. It was, it was not going well. Then there was an athletic story that broke that said Joseph Martinez has basically informed Atlanta this will be his last year with the club and he wants out. Well, rumors started flying pretty quickly once that broke that, uh-oh, it's going to be Joseph or, or Heinz. Like, it's, it's one or the other. And given the, the way Atlanta has started, um, they lost. And then Gabriel Heinz was, quote, relieved of his duties as Atlanta United head coach on Sunday. Well, then reports come out that it wasn't strictly him upsetting Joseph Martinez per se, but he had multiple violations and grievances filed against him by the MLS Players Association because he wasn't letting players drink water in practice. He was working them ragged. He was scheduling things last minute and not giving players enough heads up. And the reports are that Joseph Martinez was kind of the one standing up to him and basically being like, this is bullshit. But Bro, they were saying like that he was saying you better be available at all times. 24 7. You better have your phone on you. And I'm just like, whoa, this sounds like an abusive boyfriend, Mm -hmm. like hardcore. No water and be ready when I call you at 3 30 in the morning. First of all, don't fight with your star player. Don't (laughs) don't do that because you're gonna lose. But put that put the shoe on, put that in another world. Say you are the best person at your job, Jimmy. And you get into it with your boss. Yeah. You think your boss is getting let go or do you think you might get let go? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not as valuable to my employer as Joseph Martinez is to Atlanta United. Exactly, exactly. So. But it's something, it's interesting to think of because they, the coach in soccer is essentially called the boss. Yeah. They call him the boss, you know, and it's, this is interesting though, because he, God damn, have your phone on you at all times. Like I'm going to call you in the middle of the night, like be ready. Yeah. Well, and you know, it, there are reports out of Argentina now with former players saying they would get fined or punished if they gained any amount of weight whatsoever in the season. Like this dude just sounds definitely an abusive boyfriend. Yeah. This dude sounds (laughs) insane. And and they said in their club statement that, excuse me, he was uh, let go due to quote, a variety of issues relating to the day-to-day leadership of the team. So it's not, it's not super specific, but it's not great. Um, it's not great, man. What a crap show that is. And Atlanta's not the Atlanta we've come to know and hate. No. I mean, no. they are not great. They're they're bad. Um I mean they're they're just out of playoff position. So let's not say bad, but they're they're not where they would normally be, where you would expect them to be. They're still I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb here, although I don't think it's that hot of a take. They are just another average mediocre club now they had they rode the success of their first couple of seasons and all the money that was gifted them all the money that was gifted to them in terms of extra allocation funds because you get extra allocation funds for the first three years of your existence as a club surprise you get past those first three years suddenly you're falling back down to earth your first two signings you got kind of lucky let's be honest and hit it out of the park with Miguel Almiron and Joseph Martinez excuse me Nobody expected Joseph Martinez to turn into what he did. He was a big signing. I think it was $7 million from Torino, but many MLS clubs could have afforded $7 million. It wasn't like he was this coveted prize. Other other teams had a chance to pick him. He just, he was a home run for for Atlanta. But then you look at who they've signed since. PT Martinez, he was supposed to be the next Miguel Almiron. That didn't pan out. Ezekiel Barco, they bought him for $15 million. He's an okay player. He's not a $15 million player. They hired Frank DeBoer as their coach. That didn't work out. They hired Gabriel Hines as their coach. Clearly that didn't work out. At this point, you've hired a couple of bad coaches. You've signed a couple of bad designated players. At what point do President Darren Eels and GM Carlos Bocanegra have to start looking in the mirror and being like, maybe we don't know what we're doing. Yeah, maybe it's time to get rid of Darren Eels or, or Bocanegra, you know, and it's mm-hmm. like, and, and to get rid of your coach off a, a one nil loss to the best team in the East, it's like, you know, they weren't expected to win that game, but to only lose by one, it's shocking. But then you find out like, oh, 
it's not because of results. It's because of other right. things. Gotcha. He was fired just 13 matches into his MLS tenure. How much do you have to make a mess of things to not even make it half a season? Well, I bet they hope that Mexico would crash out of the Gold Cup so they can go uh, knock on Martino's door again, you know? Man, I mean, they had it made, and 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 it just – it's all falling apart. So. True. But when the Mexico national team, uh, you know, comes knocking and throws a bunch of money in your lap, I, you know, you normally take that. Yeah. Um, but I bet if they, if they had some bad results in the Gold Cup, which they almost did to El Salvador, you know, yeah, I think uh, I think Atlanta might pursue that. Yeah. So, you know, Joseph Martinez talked to the media uh, for the first time um, on Tuesday after That's hilarious. he was uh, the, the, Heinz was let go. And and Joseph just said, you know, I've been here since the very beginning when there wasn't even a field. I've seen what we've built here. And that's why this hurt me. I, I've, I want to give my life to this club. Um, he says, I want to retire here, which I think is the first time he's said that. Um, he didn't say I'm just here so I don't get fined. <laughs> he's, all he said was there are decisions you have to respect as a leader in the face of this club. I have to be professional and support my teammates. So he didn't really go into the details other than just to say I'm, I'm disappointed. So, um, you know, I guess credit to him for taking the high road here. Um, sure. Credit to him. But come on. We still don't like Atlanta. If you guys are new to this podcast, no. we're not we're not crying any kind of crocodile tears for these schmucks. Okay, we're laughing, we're enjoying it. Right? They're 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 obnoxious. Their fan base, so it's like they're they're in trouble, and well, I'm I'm watching it burn. And now they're crying. You know, suddenly, remember when they started playing in in Mercedes Benz Stadium, and they're like, "Oh, it doesn't matter. It's a football stadium. It's the best stadium in MLS. We have the best fans. Seventy thousand. Now all of a sudden, they want a soccer specific stadium." Suddenly, yeah. Mercedes-Benz Stadium's not good enough for him. Yeah, not good enough, huh? What's what's the problem? I don't yeah. get it. So, I don't know. Uh, my my favorite thing because there are all sorts of rumors about who might replace Gabriel Hines. Uh, Frank DeBoer has come out and said that he would be open to a return to coaching Atlanta United, and I'm like, well, that's good, Frank. I'm not that's sure, good, Frank. No one, no one asked you. <laughs> <laughs> I too would be open to coaching Atlanta United if they would like to call me. So <laughs> what is it? What is that? What do they do on Twitter? They say no one blank. Yeah. Frank DeBoer. I'd be open to returning. Right. right. I mean, <laughs> God, Frank, come on now. I'd like to coach the green Bay Packers. It's not going to happen. Well, yeah. So. Maybe you could keep Aaron Rodgers. Who knows? <laughs> do a better job than they're doing now. My God. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. Well, it's, it's a wild week in MLS. It's a wild week in, in international soccer. Uh, well, at least we're back at it, man. I, I feel like sporting's been off too long, and I, I don't even remember what that feels like. So I'm excited to get yeah. out there tonight. Uh, you going out there? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So cool, cool. It's gonna be fun. I'll be out there. So uh, here's to getting three points against uh, San Jose. Yeah. Uh, if we do, or if we don't, either way, check out our merch store. Go to bitly.com/nootherpod, bit.ly/nootherpod. Either one. Check out the links in our bio. There's a sale that's starting today. So go check it oh, out. Wow. If you've been, if you've been waiting to get some merch from our merch store, you can go buy our victory pod merch. You can buy our main logo merch. We've got our word marks. We got all the different colors. You can get uh, the, we call it the Royals logo, but put it on a red shirt and you get some red, white, and blue action going on there. If you want to wear it and support the Olympics, get the Casey Woso colors. If you want to support the women's team, it's uh, some pretty cool stuff. You get shirts, mugs, sweatshirts, pillows whatever you want. will it will get cold again i'm all over that hoodie man it will so go check that out links in our social bios go to bitly.com slash no other pod and uh, and check that out uh, and you know we've told you before go check out hellotushy.com slash no other 10 percent off your hello tushy today courtesy of us and your butt will thank you so it's there pretty cool hell yeah Make sure uh, you follow us on Twitter at NoOtherPod, at DanCouser, at JCMax03. Same handles for Instagram. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash NoOtherPod, or shoot us an email, NoOtherPod at gmail.com. But until next week, here's to a double victory pod. Hopefully, knock on wood. Woo. We'll see. But he's Dan. I'm Jimmy. We'll catch y'all later. See ya. Kai Kamara, SKC. Do it. <laughs>
Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.